Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome into Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. So happy to have everyone on this really cold day in Texas. But uh, needless to say, we're going to, it may be cold, but we're still going to have a great show. Um, We're going to be talking about the three new retirement risks. New retirement risks. It's not like we have anything else new going on in these world these last couple years. But, you know, before we get into it, I want to tell you a little story about Walter and Ethel. So this sweet old couple, they've been going to the state fair every year and for years and years and years. And Walter would always look at his wife, Ethel, and he'd tell her, you know, I really want to go on that helicopter ride. And Ethel would look over at him and she'd say, I know you want to go, Walter, but that helicopter ride is a whole 50 bucks and $50 is $50. So finally, here they are. Walter is 87 years old. And they're at the state fair. And he looks over at his wife. He says, Ethel, he says, I've never gotten my chance. Every year I've wanted to go on this. And I I really want to go on this. I may never be able to come back. And she said, yes, Walter, I know. But a helicopter ride is $50. And $50 is $50. Well, this particular time just so happened, the actual pilot overheard their conversation. And he said to him, he said, hey, guys, I'll make a deal with you. I'll take you both up for a ride. If you can both stay quiet for the entire ride and not say one word. If you don't say one word, I won't charge you. If you say one word, it's $50. So Walter thought, heck, this is my chance. He talked his wife into it and up and away they went. And the pilot performed every single trick he found in the book to get them to say a word. But neither one of them said a word. He did his death defying, you know, over and overs, under and unders and everything else, but nothing. So when they finally landed, the pilot turned to Walter. He said, wow, he said, I got to hand it to you. I did everything I could to make you scream or shout or anything. And you didn't. I am just so impressed. And he replied, yeah, well, to be honest with you, I almost said something with Ethel fell out, but you know, $50 is $50. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, here we are. Uh, retirement. Money's tight, right? (laughs) So I thought it was very fitting for this week's show. We're talking about the biggest risks to retirement. And it's much like Zig Ziglar's always said, he says, money's the nearest thing to oxygen because you kind of got to have it. And the fear that we have when we retire is for most of us, almost all of us, probably most of us, probably, well, I don't know that there's not any of us, that we're going to run out of money before we run out of oxygen right? And the basis for that fear is different for everybody. And I think that's the interesting thing is everybody thinks they're in the the same boat. No, they're in the same storm, but they're not in the same boat because no two situations are alike. No two families have the same set of goals, the same set of expectations, the same set of family dynamics, obligations. Every single time, retirement looks different. You know, we tell people all the time, When we're helping them, we say, you know, we haven't lived your life. We haven't lived your retirement. We haven't lived your transition into retirement. But we have been doing this for over, well, 89, so 99, 2009, 2019, right, over 30 years. And we've lived your retirement 
through the many, 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 many experiences of other people. And I think that's the biggest fear that people have is this is the first time that they get to do something. And it's the last time for most people that they get to do something. It's the first of the last. And if you don't get it right, what's that look like? So no wonder it's a fear. And that fear of running out of money, like I said, it has a different igniter for everybody. But, you know, we've over the years, we've kind of boiled that down to the risks that we've seen, right? Living too long, obviously that's a big one, especially in this day and age where you may not have a longer life with a whole lot longer quality of life, but a longer life that you could actually find yourself with major healthcare expenses at the end of that period of time. And what's that do to your survivors? Or, you know, I, I know a lot of um, single women, it's interesting working with them, you know, when you, you deal with uh, long-term care conversations and, and looking out into the future, they're the first person that wants to secure um, the funding for how that is going to look. And you start to think, okay, well, you know, most of the time people buy long-term care insurance or they save extra and put together a bucket of money because they love someone when they want to take care of someone. But the reality is, is um, these are women that have seen it in their own lives and they've realized, I don't want to have a situation like that. I want to be in control of my own destiny. I want to make sure that where I go and how I am treated is a, B, C, D, right? And so that is a big thing for people. Um, falling chronically ill too early, you know, on the flip side of that coin, you are married and um, we've watched it too many times where a spouse unfortunately falls ill and it leaves another spouse behind that is young and vibrant and has a lot of retirement left and, and the money is not as much as the life that's left. And that's unfortunate because it can do that. So, you know, there is that fear and some people don't have that fear and they just go about it and don't even address the issue. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're actually talking about you know, where this fear derives, right? And I'm going to, you're going to love me because I'm going to add three new risks to your retirement today. Cost of living going up. Anybody noticed any prices going up over? I mean, I actually was reading that joke about the 50 bucks being the 50 bucks on the helicopter ride. And they've been doing this for years and years and decades and decades, and it never went up in price, right? <laughs> That's non-existent anymore for sure. And not, I mean, even when social security can't put a pin in it and they've got to keep it um, at a 6% cost of living adjustment, that's a big, big number. Uh, losing money that's invested. Obviously, that is a fear I think everybody has when they're an investor, you know, is what does tomorrow look like? And the question, I, if I don't get this question at least once a week, we are not talking to enough people. And the question is this, is now that I'm retired, do I need to lower my risk? Hmm. Well, that's a conversation for another day. But the reality is, is that where is that stemming from? And it's stemming from two places. Number one, you've maybe always been told that. But then number two is that maybe there's a fear there, right? This is not what it's supposed to be anymore. This is something different because now I'm retired and I have to take less risk because I am risking losing money. I don't have money coming in. What about bad timing? We call that sequence of returns <laughs> risk, and it really is just bad timing. You retire, and it just happens to be a 2008-2000 financial crisis the next month. Ooh, painful if you aren't set up right. Uh, taxes going up. 
obviously this is a huge thief of our money and it's a real concern. It's a real concern today because it's uncontrollable variable. It's kind of like the, you know, kind of like the inflation, right? It's an uncontrollable variable that if you don't plan for the worst, it could get you bad, right? Unexpected expenses, obligations. Learning how to say no is a, a really big thing. And you would be surprised as you enter retirement that that still is an issue. But we have these things called kids that they just want things all the time or need things all the time. And as a parent, we feel like we have an obligation to take care of those children. And they really are a thief of our money, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because unexpected expenses aren't just your unexpected expenses or obligations. It's those of those that you love and you want to take care of. And sometimes that's an uncontrollable. Sometimes it's not your uh, a dysfunctional family member. It's just an uncontrollable happenstance. And what would you do in that situation? And is it an ad- a risk that you've actually addressed, right? Severe changes to your retirement income. Uh, sadly, years ago, I actually worked with a lady that lost her pension and she lost it because the pension manager, it was all bad. And, and obviously there's insurances in place and everything else. And, and there was a new pension, but the new pension was only about a quarter of what the real pension was. And so that severe change to her retirement severely changed her goals in retirement. She went back to work. And she's still working today. And like I said, that was years ago. Now, she she is uh, one of the most joyful people you've ever met in your life. Uh, actually, someone to you know look at and just say, wow, um, I want to be like you when I grow up because her attitude has been amazing and, and her, you know, um, her faith through that has been an amazing thing to watch. But this is a real risk. And, you know, just because you, it's no longer a three-legged stool, it doesn't mean it's guaranteed when you've got another leg and where that retirement income comes from. And last but not least on our historic list is just making poor decisions. <laughs> so yes, yes, we are the biggest enemy to our money. Why? Because we're emotional about it. We all have these two little things called fear and greed that get the best of us at the worst time. And making poor decisions is the really the number one risk that you still face in retirement. And I'm pretty sure we've done a life planning one-on-one show over that a few times. But again, that's not what today is about. Today is about the three new risks to your retirement. New risks. These are something that has, you know, I mean, really developed in the last couple years and nobody's really taken notice to this maybe or they've taken notice to it but they really haven't incorporated it into their retirement plan so if you're retired today or if you're retiring soon these are things that you're going to need to pay attention to and you're not going to want to miss so stay tuned right here on life planning 101 Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. And if you've missed the first segment of the show, I would definitely go back and listen to it. Um, We went over some pretty key risks that people face in retirement. And you kind of need to know them if you don't know them already. And they are the same old, same old risks that have been around for retirement for years. But that really isn't what the point of our show is today. The point of our show is about what is coming. And that is the three new risks to your retirement. I think we all know that today is a very, very different world than it was just two years ago. 
it's just amazing to me. It's like we got this bolster of change because of COVID in every creeping corner that there is in life, whether it be technology, whether it be money, whether it be the way we live, um, how we function in society. It's just amazing uh, what all has changed. And retirement has also changed. And I think a lot of people are failing to really look at these three risks. But, you know, as we're kind of examining what's going on and, you know, taking a step back and being introspective about what could affect people, this is what we came up with. And number three of these, I'm going to go in a descending order of importance here, but I really say that lightly because it might not be a descending of in order of importance just because everybody's situation is unique. So number three here is what I would call the great relocation. So we know about this great resignation, or maybe maybe you have, maybe you haven't heard of it. You know that most people are actually uh, job um, hunting for themselves and, and really going being able to go out there and get whatever job they want because there's nobody out there and employers are needing people, right? So if they don't feel like they've been treated right, or maybe it's just simply that they don't want to go back in the office, They've enjoyed the way things were and they want to see it change. They want to be able to work from home, whatever it is. Things are changing. And that's why we're seeing that so-called great resignation. But there's also this great relocation. So we've all heard about the movement. And I, I live in Texas, right? So I <laughs> see this firsthand. And we spend a lot of my, time in Montana. So we see it firsthand that people are moving in in herds. But this is really interesting. If you actually go out there and you look at the U.S. Census Bureau and what they have on record, there's actually less Americans that have moved in 2021 than ever before. One in 12. One in 12 Americans moved in 2021. Isn't that weird? Nonetheless, of that, 17% of them moved to a different state. There is the change. It's not that more people are moving. It's that they're moving intrastate. And this is a significant migration. I think we're going to look back at this time and it's going to be like the Dust Bowl era or, you know, when people actually started moving out in the wild, wild west, right? And it's just going to be crazy when we look back on what this time in history was. But depending on where you live now, this is where it makes an impact on your retirement. Depending on where you live now, where you're going to live when you retire, what the population is doing in that area so what you're accustomed to, what you will be accustomed to, and what you don't know that you will be accustomed to, in other words, right? How the politics might be changing if they're experiencing rapid population growth, all, you know, all of those things. I mean, you might be planning to live in this low-cost, small town, but happens to be that everybody else in the world is planning to live in that low-cost, small town. Well, guess what? It probably isn't going to be some low-cost, small town, right? And that is the perfect ingredients that you can have a so no low cost retirement. You can't afford not to consider that impact on your plan. You really need to be paying attention to what this is and build a hedge for it. Make sure that you're considering what that could look like and not counting on or planning on that low cost scenario. Number two, 7% inflation. Yes, I know. The cost of living going up was on the original list of a, being a risk to your retirement. But 7%? Really? 7%? That is astronomical. Especially considering that it is really the highest climb that we've had since 1982. 
You know the saying that time heals all wounds? You are aware that's really not true. It certainly doesn't heal inflation because we've had a long time before we've experienced or since we've experienced something like this, but here we are again. The ingredients, everything just happened to make itself happen all over again. And too many people have become numb and spoilt to a low inflation environment. I mean, I remember having these conversations a couple years ago about we're going into deflation and we will never see inflation again and we need to change our adjustments and our models and all of our financial planning. And yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe we need to remember that recency bias is a reality and we need to plan for all scenarios. And I think that's the lesson to be learned here is that all those what if scenarios that, you know, if you're an advisor listening to this show um, that you run, or if you're, uh, you know, someone that is working with an advisor, you better be looking at those and you better be saying, well, that'll never happen. No, throw those words out the window because the reality is it is happening. We are having real inflation. And when you saw a whopping 4% and you have a whopping 7%, you're under-illustrated in reality. So this is a big, big, big deal. And if you haven't been planning for it or aren't planning for it, that could be one of the biggest mistakes you make. Well, when we come back on Life Planning 101, you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to wrap up with the biggest new risk to your retirement. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson here in Eastland, Texas, and uh, so excited to have you on the show today. We're talking about the three new risks to your retirement. Oh, I know. I'm always the bearer of bad news, but I'm going to give you good news at the end. I promise on that. But here's the reality is we are living in a new environment, whether we wanted it or not, and it is here. And, you know, you kind of got to be honest with yourself. Progress starts by telling the truth. So we have talked about the great relocation, the 7% inflation, and now we're going to be talking about new money. Well, okay, I'm not really talking about the new money, like striking oil for the farmer, Um, Not that I know anything about that in the area that I live. There is a lot of new money in the markets. Interest rates have been in the dumps literally for more than a decade now. Um, They've been on a declining rate since really, well, around the time that we had that inflation bubble, right? The last inflation bubble in the 80s. And that really has driven investors, whether it's a retail investor or an institutional investor, to take more risk than they normally would because they're going out there looking for yield. I mean, if, I mean, what's your first question? If you're going to get a CD at the bank, you ask, what does it pay me? And you're always looking for a better and better and better interest rate. But do we look at the risk in combination to that? And government-backed anything is pretty much worthless for someone that's seeking income So investors have really gone to the giants on the planet, hoping that they're going to find both security and income. And when I say giants, what I'm talking about is like Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, these are the giants. Nothing can ever happen to them, right? The key word is that they're hoping. They're hoping. They've gotten the yield they want, but they're hoping that nothing happens to these companies. But these are still companies. At the end of the day, they're companies. And companies sometimes go on for a long, 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 long time. Sometimes don't. Sometimes things happen that severely alter and fracture a company very quickly. It's important to note that risk is a real thing. 
It's a real thing. And somewhere, I don't know where, somewhere though, in this last decade between what we called the Great Recession, well, that really wasn't the last decade. Oh my gosh, time is fine. But between the Great Recession and Bitcoin, okay, investors have forgotten that risk is a real thing. And the biggest challenge a retiree has today is playing t-ball in that environment. Really, most retirees just want to get around the bases and not strike out and not run out of money. You're not looking to hit home runs in your retirement. That was during your working years, right? And you have a better plan to be able to live well and not have to worry about your money. So if you want to have that, you better have a plan when hope is no longer enough because this increased risk environment is most likely going to come crashing one day. And I'm not saying all this to scare the living daylights out of you. Actually, just the opposite. Because which is the lesser of two evils? Dealing with that or dealing with that 7% inflation? Because it doesn't take long for 7% going backwards on your money for you to go broke what we call safely, right? When $100 next year's worth 93 and the next year, it's worth even less. And the next year, it's worth even less. And you get 10 years into your retirement, well, you're going to show up with half the groceries or worse by that point. So the reality is just this. The world that we're living in today is the world we're living in today. And there is good news because you know these risks are out there and you can do something about it. Robert Kiyosaki said this. He said, the biggest risk a person can take is to do nothing. So do something. Get rid of that risk at least, right? So here we are. Retirement 101. Do something. Plan. Make sure you're paying attention to all of the what-ifs for your retirement. You're not ignoring them. You're not choosing to ignore them is what most people do. And that is what we're here for at Kennedy Financial Services. That is what we do best. We help people retire successfully and stay retired successfully, obviously with many, many, many disclosures. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. I pray everyone is staying safe in this cold weather. Have a great week. And know you can visit on us online. We've got our entire library there, www.kennedy-financial.com, full of articles and podcast and enough to make your head spin. But we really believe in education. It's really important. It is power. Knowledge is power. And it helps you make sound decisions. And we're entering some pretty rocky times. So do yourself a favor, get educated, get some help and start planning today. And don't miss our next episode of Life Planning 101 next week. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. 
Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.